this review starts, I just wanted to issue a statement on behalf of all three of us at Active Quest uh, regarding the controversy surrounding the transphobic and homophobic um, imagery, statements, jokes, etc. from the uh, game. We wanted to say that we do not support hate speech, nor do we agree with the publisher 3D Realms uh, and the developer Voidpoint for their handling of the situation after they already had the initial issue to begin with. Originally, 3D Realms issued a statement saying that this would be removed. However, later they made this into a censorship slash political issue when in fact it is just hate speech in the game and it should have been removed. Um, so we just wanted to have that statement before review to let our listeners know that we are all inclusive and, you know, uh, fuck hate speech in every single form. Thanks. Hello and welcome to Active Quest. I'm your host for this episode, Josh Nichols, and I'm joined by Chris. How are you doing? Good, good. Uh, we just recorded a control review. Man, that was a bummer. Yeah, Oof. yeah, definitely uh, disappointing. Uh, I think uh, kind of a not not a, not as much of a fun review to record because it's a lot more fun to just be able to be excited the whole time about a game instead of you know pro pro con 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 <laughs> type thing. So. Um, but yeah, so uh, th- for this episode, we're reviewing Ion Fury. Uh, this is the latest game from the developer Voidpoint, uh, publisher, pu- uh, publisher 3D Realms. Um, for anyone familiar with 3D Realms, they are the developer and publisher for uh, Duke Nukem 3D, um, Shadow Warrior, uh, among other things. But um, yeah, um, and I, I think it's a... Uh, it's appropriate to mention Duke Nukem 3D as well because this is built in a modified version of the build engine, which was designed by 3D Realms. And this is largely the same engine as Duke Nukem 3D. They just modified it a little bit. But it, it, it does definitely... It's, it's reminiscent of, of those mid-90s shooters. But So uh, kind of the setup for this game, you play as Shelly Bombshell Harrison. You're a bomb disposal <laughs> expert. And you work for the Global Defense Force. Yeah, this game is very, very 90s. Um, it's everything's kind of over the top um and dr jadis heskel he's a transhumanist cult leader he's kind of like a cybernetic you know type cult basically and uh these these um like robot soldiers basically just kind of attack uh the city they're in and the the world and uh shelly is uh basically you know she's trying to stop him so it's you know it's kind of uh i was telling chris kind of we were talking before the show. We were talking. It's almost kind of like a Mario games type story or Sonic. Well, I haven't played recent Sonics, but you know, kind of like your classic uh, tropes with the story. There's not, there's not much going on here. This is uh, in terms of story. This is more of a, a gameplay focused game. It's it definitely feels like a shooter. You know, designed in like 1997. So, um, Chris, what did you think? Um, I have to be honest here. I didn't play too much of it. Uh, because yeah, you I don't have more in control. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, exactly. And I, the, the problem was, is that I don't have a mouse and keyboard right now, and I would not recommend this with a controller, obviously, because of its heritage. Um, but yeah, but to to me, like I I, I found it a bit awkward, and um, I found it incredibly difficult because the aiming has to be pinpoint accurate right so i'm just i'm just wondering josh like how did you what what did you think of it uh in with this aspect like with this aspect of controlling uh, i played with a controller because i'm a monster i plugged into my computer <laughs> I, played, I played with an xbox one controller um plugged in xbox and, 
Yeah, Xbox. Uh, and um, can you can you use a PS4 controller on PC? Because if you can, I wouldn't be opposed to yes, using that too. Yes, you can. Too. You can? Okay, that's good to know. Because um, I I prefer the Xbox controller overall, especially for like first-person stuff. But I, I kind of almost prefer the PS4 controller for um, like sandbox games. You know, like something like Assassin's Creed. I don't yeah. know, it just feels more suited for that. But um, but yeah, anyway, so um, yeah, I played with the controller... Um, and I had, uh, you know, they have an aim assist option that you have on, which what on a controller. I yeah. didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna play the game again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that that helped uh, that helped uh, me, um, you know, pl- with playing a controller. Um, so yeah, so I played with a controller, so I didn't have that issue as much. But I mean, it, it does. I mean, you bring up a good point with the aiming. Uh, even with the aim assist on a controller, um, it, it is still kind of like almost twitch aiming, and that's something I wanted to bring up too, because the aiming does require some precision. And I, this comes from the era where not all the games and it's set in a style required uh, precise aiming. Like uh, for example, Doom didn't have any. Um, uh, there was there was no input uh, for like up you know uh, ver- vertical input. You didn't you, like in the original Doom. You don't move your crosshair up. If you're looking in the direction of the enemy and they are two inches above your crosshair, like you still hit them. You know, I'm like that's that's how it was like in the early early shooters. Um, so I don't know. It just it does feel weird for me to to play a game set in this kind of graphical style but like i'm moving i have i you know i have full uh rain on where i put my crosshair that did feel kind of like jarring for me at first because you know that that wasn't how it was in like doom and stuff so um on duke nukem it was like that but you know still it just it reminded me of 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 like you know of that so and this um just to just to defend ourselves a bit here like there is going to be a console release of this game right yeah, yeah. So this is this is already out on PC. Um, it came out August fifteenth, um, and then it's, uh, it's it's coming out. And it, oh, okay, cool. I showed Nintendo Switch too. Interesting. I didn't know that. Cool. Nintendo Switch, PS four, and Xbox One. It, cool. it's, it just says twenty nineteen. So we don't know when. But uh, I, I remember in the email we got from from three uh, uh, D Realms at, or the or where we got the review code. Um, they uh, they mentioned. Um, I think it was a few months from now, you know, so, you know, late this year. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's fairly straightforward. Um, yeah, there, there's not as much to it compared to modern shooters because, you know, modern shooters have a lot more twists and turns and story, and this is more straightforward, uh, which harkens back to the era it came, came from. Um, but the, the big thing here that I like is there, we've got these labyrinth levels again that I, I like, you know, back in Duke Nukem 3D and, you know, um, older shooters, uh, just where you're kind of going through this almost maze of an environment, uh, you know, key cards to open doors, um, mm. you know, secrets, you cracks in the wall, you know, you can, you, you can blow the wall up and you'd find some, some goodies back there. So I, I liked that a lot. And it's just a shiny version of, of those games with this game, you know, being in HD and, and, um, you know, having kind of some modern updates, but it's, it's still, it's still based on those old games, so... Um, and I have nice. to admit, like, it's a nice balance between the old and the new, I think. Like, it actually mm-hmm. looks great um, in for modern standards. But uh, my question for you, Josh, is uh, does the gameplay hold up 
that does this style of game hold up for like the modern audience of those who are used to like Call of Duty and uh, games like that? So that's that's an interesting question because it it, it and it's not even. I, I wish I could give a yes or no. I w- I'm going to say this: it can. Um, it just depends because it depends on what you want from a shooter and what you're willing to tolerate because. Um, I don't like when people say like shooters are easy now, shooters were harder back in the day cuz that's that's not true. Um the the way they do it, the 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 uh, the intentions, the the uh the way they go about getting uh the experience to the player are different. So back back in the earlier days of shooters and with this shooter, um you know, you've got health kits and you've got a you've got a health health bar or whatever, you've got a health percentage and you know, a lot of the majority of modern shooters, they have the, uh, you know, the screen starts to kind of fade or get red or, you know, your, your health will go down and you have to kind of get out of a harm's way and then your health will, you know, kind of recharge. Um, that's kind of in the popular style, you know, Gears of War, Call of Duty, uh, Halo 5, um, Halo 4, um, I, yeah, Halo 3, yeah, Halo actually... Uh, anything after Halo 2. So a lot of modern shooters, they, that's what they do now. And the reason I wanted to address that is because there, there is always in a conversation whenever a game like this comes out where people say like, oh, you know, uh, this game's hard. People can't handle this kind of difficulty. It, it's not even really a matter of can you handle it or not. It's a matter of this game just is, is, is it's doing it differently. This game wants you to be strategic and patient. Um, but there's an enemy over there. I'm going to try to dodge these shots and stay out of the way. And I'm going to try to fire at him and cause enough damage to kill him before he gives me damage that I will not recover from. Whereas modern shooters, they're wanting you to balance that uh, risk-reward system. You know, if you could just hurry up and fire off enough shots, take him out, then your health can rejuvenate. Or if you could just hurry up and get out of the way, you can break past this cover and you can get to that next spot. So, I mean, you know, they're doing different things. So I don't think that um, modern shooter fans that have only played modern shooters... Um, could not enjoy this. I think they definitely could, but you just have to go into understanding that you know it's going to play a lot differently. And if you don't play it differently than you play your modern shooters, then you're going to have a lot of unnecessary frustration, and that would prevent you from enjoying it. Cool. That was very elaborate. That was great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, so I, I was having. I, I actually had that problem. I was playing like I would. You know, I'm used to playing shooters, and I was like, no, I have to play this like I would play. You know, an old shooter. Because this isn't Doom 2016, you know? I, like, I, if, oh, I'm almost dead, but if I hurry up and kill the enemy, then I'll get a bunch of health. You know, it's it, it's a different kind of system. It's it's being smart, being being patient, and not just rushing and hurrying up and, you know, taking out the enemy. So, yeah, you got You definitely got to play it differently. So is that refreshing? I, I, I think it can be. It, uh, it's, 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 it's... I don't see this anymore. You know, we don't have as many shooters like this. So... It, it can be refreshing unless you don't want to deal with that anymore. It depends on how much you like the modern system and if you're willing to have a different kind of system. Because I love modern shooters. Like, you know, I, those are those are one of my favorite genres. Um, but I'm, I'm, I like this too. So, I mean, it, it's just, it's different. If, if you if you liked this at all back in the day, then it's definitely refreshing because it's it's different. Um, I don't know. It's really it's a, it's a hard question because I don't want this to replace the way it is now. I like the way it is now. Oh yeah, like both but can having, exist, right? Yeah, having the occasional experience like this, though, you know, yeah, that that is definitely refreshing because it's it's a lot different and you have to kind of. Um, this might sound kind of silly, but I was reminded of PUBG. 
and that like I can't just get out of the way of that guy shooting me and then charge back in because like my health is 17 now you know like you have to yeah. you have to remember like you can't make as many silly or poor decisions like your your mistakes will stack yeah instead of just oh i took your health damage, doesn't reach okay. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly uh, so and then on that regard though that's one thing that's nice about that is i felt a lot more compelled to look for secrets there's a lot of secrets in the in the levels and i was a lot more interested in looking for the secrets because Quite frankly, I needed to find something because my health's at 27 and there's seven enemies down there and I'm going to take some damage because there's so many of them. You know, it's going to happen and I can't sustain a lot. So, you know, in that regard, I definitely felt like looking for secrets more. And the secrets are are, are hidden, you know, well. And I, I like that. I, I, I It almost reminds me of like old Zelda games, you know? Yeah. That kind of satisfaction from finding the secrets, that, that is. So, something else I want to ask you is, uh, one of the most important aspects of a shooter is its guns. And I, I want to I wanna know if Iron Fury delivers on that aspect. I, I definitely think so, yeah. Uh, the main standard weapon is called a lover boy, and it's like an 18... <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's like an 18... Uh, I, I don't know guns. Like It holds 18 bullets, and it's a revolver. I don't know what the phrasing is for that, forgive me. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just over the top, and uh, there's like these bombs that you get, and I like those. There's you know submachine guns, and those feel really good too. And then I wanted to mention this too. I forgot to mention this when we were discussing exploration. Uh, you have like this like uh, uh, stick that is a melee weapon. It's like a like a rod. A baton. Um, yeah, a baton, and um, it's like uh, it's got like an electrical shock. And that's cool because you'll find, like, generators or, or, or uh, electrical conduits or whatever that, like, you can open up this... You can, you can give power to this generator and then this elevator will work, you know? So, like, right. it's kinda, it kind of uh, uh, helps with exploration and it just kind of makes cool. you feel more connected to the world because, like, oh, I can turn this generator on and then I can go in here, hit the switch and go up the elevator. And now I'm on top of this building where enemies are shooting at me. You know? so, so it's not just a dumb first person shooter. There's actually some mechanics to it that makes it a bit more um, evolved, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely some nuance to it. And, and just, I have to mention this too. Like I know this is, this episode is not about Duke Nukem 3d, but I, they're just so connected because this uses a modified engine that duke was built on and the, the the level design all these things i'm saying that are positive are are from like duke nukem 3d like that's that's what this game is is doing um it's it's this game's very much like shovel knight it was for like you know 2d platformers and metro metroidvania but like with um with with you know the 90s uh fps genre um yeah this this game is going to play like you remember those games playing uh for better or worse you know they didn't really change how they didn't they didn't like change anything like like what i mean is like anything it's not going to change your mind of the genre like if you didn't like them then you're not going to like this this yeah. doesn't imp- improve anything it knows its audience yeah exactly this, this is a game it's almost like this was on a shelf somewhere and they just they just found it and they released it i mean obviously other than the modern concessions like you know with uh the 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 visuals like you know they're sharper and ob- you know things yeah like it that. plays how you remember it right Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the best way to phrase it. So, um, But yeah, it's not going to change your mind in the genre. It knows its audience, and that's what it is. And then uh, one more uh, bit of uh, connection that I want to mention for uh, Duke Nukem 3D is the uh, main villain 
uh, Dr. Jadis Heskel, the cult leader. He's actually voiced by John St. John, and that's the, voice <laughs> the nice. Duke Nukem. So that's that's kind of fun too. Yeah, he's a he's a fun voice actor. He's also in like uh, This Is the Police and some other games. But yeah. uh, it's just nice to see him here too because he's he's got a fun voice that really kind of works for that kind of Bruce Campbell kind of style. You know, tongue-in-cheek humor, I think, on this game really embodies that uh, well. Oh, and the music. I really want to mention the music, too. It's, um, reminds me of kind of like 90s industrial rock, like kind of like Nine Inch Nails and stuff. And that that's really fitting because of the time period that this kind of is uh, hearkening back to. Um, so, yeah, the music and the sound and uh, the quips that Shelly has when, she, and, uh, when she's, uh, you know, dispelling enemies is, is fun. And it's just... The, the, the game knows what it is. It knows its tone that it wants to strike, and it, 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 I think it hits that balance. I think this will be on some. Um, I don't think this is going to win Game of the Year from anybody, but I think it'll definitely be in the in the discussion. Like I think it'll probably appear in some like top tens on some people's lists because if you're a fan of this genre, then like this is, like I said, with Shovel Knight, it's, this is definitely Shovel Knight for this genre. If you're a fan of this kind of stuff at all, then this is definitely going to be right up your alley, and I would highly recommend you know, checking this out um, on whatever platform you want. Of course, later in the year, once it's out on console, but or on PC right now. Um, yeah. So there's Definitely. nothing. There's nothing that really detracts it at all. No, no, I don't really have any. Uh, I don't. It's it's see, and that's that's hard to answer too, because I don't really have any complaints other than like this genre does this, but like in that case, it's kind of true to form. You know, so that's that's like I was right. saying before. Like so this game expecting. is a 1997 shooter, for for better or worse. So um, I did have my my only complaint is the same kind of complaint I have with these kinds of uh, shooters is I I did get lost um, sometimes, but luckily there is a map and it's actually the same kind of map that uh, Duke Nukem 3D had where you can pull it up uh, in in two ways. The first way there's just kind of a grid. And you can see where your character is on it while you're moving, which that would be really helpful for when we were playing Control more, having a good map. Um, and you can also have, uh, you can like hit the same button again, or same key again, and it will um, kind of add a little bit of detail to it. Uh, it's, it's really hard to explain. It's like a 2D sprite, almost like top-down view of the level. It's, it's kind of hard to explain, but it, it does help when you're lost. Um, it might not get you... It, you know exactly the right spot immediately but after if you know a few seconds or maybe a minute or so of kind of uh looking around you'll be you know you should really figure out where to go so uh the, the map does help with that which is nice but yeah that's the only thing and that happened to me you know occasionally in duke Nukem 3d and you know games like you know from that you know doom doom 2 um but yeah i mean overall i think the level design is interesting the enemies are interesting and, and fun and the world reminds me of like Blade Runner, um, so it's it's a fun kind of atmosphere and music, and it just uh, the game is very aware of what it is, and it, it, it does a good job of hitting all the the boxes necessary to not only immerse the player, but um, for the game to be convincing and have its systems all work together to create the atmosphere and the world, you know, as a whole. Great. Uh, so that concludes our review of Iron Fury. Uh, you can find us on uh, Twitter at Active Quest Show. 
Uh, you can find me at Penwell Writes, and I didn't contribute much to this because I haven't played that much. But uh, Josh, you did a fantastic job this week, so just uh, plug, oh, plug, plug your stuff. Oh, at Mr. Josh Nichols on Twitter and uh, Jerkter77 on uh, Twitch and Mixer. I'm uh, probably going to be streaming some stuff here soon since we're not reviewing anything for a minute. Um, thank you again to uh, <laughs> right. Thank you again to 3D Realms for uh, the publisher of this game for the review code, and uh, thank you again Voidpoint for uh, creating a a uh, fun fun game to uh, play through. I'm definitely going to be uh, playing it more, uh, revisiting it. I think uh, over the months, so I'll probably definitely end up picking it up on. I want to say Xbox or PS4, but I might get it in Switch because well, Switch be sounds fun. They're taking yeah. it portable. That, that sounds yeah. fun. Yeah, it's supposed to be on Switch too. So as long as it's a good port. You know, I, I'm in. So cool. But yeah, thank you again, guys, for stopping by and listening. Um, I hope that this helps you make a uh, a uh, an educated decision on whether or not to pick up this game. Um, and or maybe you got a friend that's interested, and maybe you can let them know about it because I don't hear a lot of people talking about this game, and I think that's going to change. I think this is going to be kind of a, a a slow burn type deal. I think you know over over the over the year, I think we're going to hear more and more people talk about it. I remember uh, Javi on a. Uh, Game Informer. Um, unfortunately, he was one of the uh, writers laid off, but um, I, I loved his reviews. But anyway, he uh, I look forward to where he goes next. Uh, but yeah, he had a lot of good things to say about this game, too. So I think we're going to see a lot of good reviews on this, and I think that's going to kind of culminate over the year, you know? Cool. So, all right. Thank you again, everybody, for stopping by, and uh, we look forward to seeing you next week. Bye. Bye.